Welcome back to another episode of Life in the Fast Lane. Hey, everybody. I'm Nick Carlson, your CEO of Dawson Manufacturing, and I'm sitting here with my amazing, very tired CTO. Dude, I beat... Dude, last, last week kicked my ass, and we're, as we've said multiple times, we're going spans where we're trying to get a bunch of podcasts knocked out, mm-hmm. and then I'm... I am nose deep. Like, I am sniffing and shooting powder out my nose like it's nothing right now. Why don't you wear the respirator more? I have. I got a new one. Oh, okay, good. I good. had to get one so that I could get my mask over it, and uh, then it holds my he- earbuds in, and it was just a, a system. Yeah, so. yeah, you have to figure it out. Good. Well, uh, it's really good to be back with you because it's been a minute. Yeah, because we had snow last week. So here in Maryland, we got about 10 inches total. It was 5.1 and 4.9. Seems, so. Sounds about right, yeah. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. I love the snow. Dude, I, it's so pretty. It's so great. I mean, about $2,000 out of it, so that was nice. And you're just doing it with a shovel, right? Yeah. You're just banging stuff out. That's great. Oh, I got a fun story for you real quick. So I had a lady over – it's in the Linthicum area, but I was going to do the property, and um, I get over there. I do it really quick, and she was like, how much do I owe you? And I was like, it's $50, like last time. She was like, oh, well, I, I cleared off the flat surfaces for you. That's kind of unreasonable. How about 30 I was like – I wasn't negotiating a price, ma'am. Like, right. you had an icy driveway. I put down salt, and I shoveled it. So, And I drove all the way over here. Yeah. Like, you're not paying for my – for a ease of service for you. It was right. – you're paying for my dependability and reliability to be there when you ask. That's right. The storm's over. I'm here. That's right. And that's exactly what I did. I Just because you decided to change something doesn't mean I lower my price. Yeah. Sorry. So I was I was a little fumigated on that when she responded, but I'm like, I'm not going to respond immediately. I'm going to take a minute, and I'm going to be an adult about this. Well, black is black and white is white. Exactly. And I'm, and I'm not going to just – I'm not going to turn around and just get pissed off at them. So it's just like, look, here's the deal. Here's what the price is. This is how we're going to go about it. That's good. I'm proud of you. You know, so. That's good. You sent me a text the other day of – you were, you were saying that, you know, the little bit of – mentoring I've done with you of like holding your ground and I guess you've seen me do it and you're now practicing that and I think it's it's a strong strong thing to do it's sometimes so I do believe that like I'm gonna call it my quarter life crisis because I was just more or less it wasn't I had to go get something to figure out who I was I just had to dig as deep as I could into my soul and just be like look this is who you are this is not who you are. Mm-hmm. Go towards the one that you want to be and forget about the past you. And for, I think, like two years, I couldn't get rid of the past me. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm in this new step, it's – and I'm not trying to bolster myself about it. It's just a matter of, like, th- this is the fact of the matter. Mm-hmm. And I just – I feel so much better as who I am. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple of things that I have to work on. Like, when we did the live Friday um, – I, I don't know if it was like imposter syndrome, but I didn't feel like I was supposed to be behind the camera just yet. I was still <laughs> learning. Yeah. And I noticed a couple of comments and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to smack them around next time. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. Not, in a, not in like a dick way. Just like, hey, look, like this is supposed to be my role. This is what I need to do. Mm-hmm. This is what we're going to do. And mm-hmm. um, I was telling you over the weekend, hey, look, like when we go to do these things when we're doing lives or showing people how the products work – our plan was we were going to come around front. I was going to measure how much snow we had, and then the guys were going to do a couple swipes out front here. Mm-hmm. Well, the property management company had already started doing it. Mm-hmm. So then after that, everything kind of just went out the window. We didn't have a contingency plan. Mm-hmm. And we're just like, right. just like plowing whatever we could in like little parking spots. 
And um, I, I didn't have a full-on plan of saying like, hey, look, this is how I'm going to record it. This is what we're going to do. And next time I kind of have to come at it at that angle of like, hey, look, if this sidewalk's already done, we'll go over to whatever property here that has snow on it still and say, hey, look, um, I'm going to get behind you. I want you to start plowing down and then come back towards me and I will come up towards you and we'll just kind of walk together. Mm -hmm. But I want to show what the cutting edge is doing, show how it's pushing the snow, show how you don't have to get a shovel under and, you know, sit out there for hours to do a little sidewalk. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, how long do you think it would be to shovel this whole sidewalk? Because our building's, what, a little over 1,000 feet long? The whole thing. The whole thing, yeah. Um, the sidewalk is fairly wide. I think it's probably four, four, a little over four foot wide. Yeah, probably. Because when I back over it, there's still about a two foot, two and a half foot cap. Yeah. So, it. I know from the past they've typically sent out. Not this year. I didn't see it this year because I wasn't here. You guys were here. There was three Hispanic women out there shoveling it last year, two two years ago, whatever the last time we had snow. That's been a while. Yeah. Um, and they were out there for. I'm going to say a solid hour and a half, two hours. And that's three people. That's three people. Versus a snowmate or, and not our product, but mm-hmm. the grandstand with a, uh, I think it's a boss plow. Yeah. It's just a plow. Yeah. I mean, it's not that, it's not rocket science. So they were out there back and forth, maybe 10 minutes max. Right. 10, 15 minutes. Right. Yeah. So like that's, that's a big thing that I keep trying to, to, People give us a really hard time about the mowers can't handle it. The hydros are going to get overloaded. You're going to spin tires. Well, that that those two just kind of negate one another because you can't overload a pump if it's going to spin. Yeah. Here's the here's the facts. You're going to get tire spin. You are not going to overload the hydros because when you hit something, your tires just spin. Yeah. It's so, just frictionless. It's yeah. Right. Old science there. And and. You know, this morning when I when I came in to work this morning, my F four fifty brand new dually, guess what? My tire spun. <laughs> Did Ford design a bad truck? No. no, it's just part of ice and snow. Y'all are so darn. Pi- the internet has is given people that haven't built the credentials. They haven't. It's given them a voice, and then they just they throw up their feelings, not their knowledge, their feelings on the internet onto people like us through the live right like what you were doing the other day which i was proud that you did i loved it um yeah i was glad that i did it i had a lot of critiques for myself and i took a lot of notes Mm -hmm. of what to do better and how to go about kind of i'm not going to say telling sam and justin what to do but just guiding them on hey this is kind of the action that i want to get out of this Mm -hmm. and then going after it because kind of what we did was a little just like throw it together and see what sticks kind of deal and that's and you know what that's okay too um it's a part of learning it's a, yeah you're, you've got to you've got to just do it and you'll figure out what works best plus you, you don't know the when it comes to snow and we don't have set contracts in place you gotta you gotta understand it, not every single thing's gonna work out the way you think and every time you go to go after um a plan it, it never goes exactly the way you think you sent me something the other day about it was like a ball. There was like two balls rolling down this like piece of wood or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <clears throat> and yeah. the one is just traveling straight, and the other one's going up and down and up and down and up and down. And that that simulating, you know, entrepreneurship, being successful. It's very up and down, up and down, up and down. But yeah, well, it also kind of relates to the adage of what's the fastest distance between point A and point B, which is a straight line. Mm-hmm. But the way the crow flies. But the way that entrepreneurship works is that if you're going. It's not always going to be 
rainbows and butterflies and unicorns and and well, I meant to say unicorn shit <laughs> unicorn shit rainbows and butterflies yeah that oh rainbows Here I we couldn't go. get it out Here we go. anyway you get valleys you get peaks you get valleys you get peaks but each time you hit the peak you travel faster in, into a valley but that's that's not necessarily saying that there's going to be bad times it's just that you're able to get from point A to point B faster because of these ups and downs, ups and downs, because those are all your lessons that, in order to get exactly there. exactly correct. Versus your straight line. You're not learning. You're just applying things that you think that work slowly. Correct. And that's what a lot of people, they they sit around and they, they procrastinate trying to figure out, oh, what's the easiest way to do this? And, and it's not about that. Yesterday, I saw, I don't know if it, it I guarantee it's still up on Andy Priscilla's stories, by the time you guys hear this, it'll be long gone. But um, he was talking about right now, things are getting really hard in, in the world. And it's been this way for a solid year, at least. And he's talking about all oh, these 20-something-year-old kids talking about, oh, $20 million isn't that much money. And, you know, I could do this. And nine times out of ten, all that's fake. Yeah. It's all fake. Because it's just, it's just a sh- it's showmanship for the internet and it's a persona for them to get paid. Yeah, and if you look back, if you look really deep into what someone else is doing, which don't do that, it focus on you. But typically, right, it's 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 not what it looks like. Like Andy Priscilla is very raw and real, and that's why I like him. And he he he's he's able to articulate words that make sense to all of us normal people. Yeah, and and so he's explaining to everybody. Look, stop thinking that you know Jimmy. I, there's one kid on on social media that's doing like lawn care stuff and he's trying to be like mr influencer and, and talking like he's a boss and he's an authority first off kid sit down you I, I can read right through you you are you are you're trying to hang on to a thread and you're you're a good actor but like the reality of it is i'm not going to call his name out so no one knows i'm talking about but he's he is a, a in a long long list long line long long list line whatever long line of Roster? people i don't know there's a lot of people like him on the internet just when they those that can't do teach yeah and so they go into oh look at you know i can help you build your business da, 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 da. okay that's fine what's your credentials right like all these people that have all these coaching classes and all that well what are your credentials wouldn't wouldn't you want to qualify somebody before you start taking advice from them so the one thing i like and <laughs> you fanboy Hormozy always talks about how it takes time in order for you to create the person that you want to, or not really the person you want to be, but to create the business that you want, right? You're not going to have a business that's making millions of dollars overnight. Hell no. It takes years and years and years of time. Like he's failing. He's the same age as you roughly. Mm -hmm. I don't know how close you guys are, but he's like, I spent the last 10 years of building a hundred million dollar companies. He's like, I know how to do it. Hence why I'm giving you the, like here are the principles to get there. It's not the these are the exact steps because all the different industries are different. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, principles are the same, yeah. which is why I, I like a lot of like what Ray Dalio speaks is like here's the principles of how to get here, or here's the principles of life. Use mm-hmm. them at your will. Yeah, you the, know. Also, pay attention to timing. Yeah. So that's my problem right now. Is Hormozy and I are, are very similar in age. Um, there's a, there's a bunch of people I know that are, we're similar in age and they're kicking my ass and it. Yes, does it does it frustrate me a bit? Yes, not in the sense of like uh, I don't like them, but in the sense of like why why am I not on their level? And well, the other thing too is, is and I don't mean to cut you off. Remember what you're trying to say, and then I'm, I'm I'll let it go. So 
what you're creating is a service slash product business versus um what is it a software mm-hmm. a software scales much faster than you can with a service product because you have to hire more people and then you have to bring them more inventory and then it, it's one of those things that it's a slow growing beast versus mm-hmm. software is one of those things where it's instantly repeatable instantly repeatable instantly repeatable and it just mm-hmm. keeps going and going and going and going and you can have a thousand people buy it really fast mm-hmm. and then it's able to work for them 100%. versus we're Granted, yeah, our product can help people in different ways, but it's a matter of giving them the information, giving them the value, giving them the ability to how it can actually change their lives. Mm-hmm. And it just it takes time. It takes more time to it do does. what we're doing than what he did. So so just so everybody understands, you're I fully agree with you, one thousand percent. Um I I wish that I would have come up with some kind of like software, which I've got something that I'm trying to figure out. I'm telling you, um, talk to my dad. Yeah, we need to talk. Um but it is it, it, you're it, 100% correct the software side, and I wish I would have done it, but here's the difference. With software, there's not as much protection in software as there is in, in a in a tangible you know, yeah, item. Yeah, you have right? the ability to get a patent for that versus software oh. where it's very difficult. It is, it is very difficult, and it's vi- anybody can come in and just go, wow, that worked. I'll just repeat it and just rename it something else. Well, it's almost like um, all the softwares in our industry. You have mm-hmm. Jobber, you have Lawn Buddy, you have Yardbook, you have... Um, LMN, LMN, uh, Service Autopilot, Copilot, yeah, Lawn Buddy, it, it, it's all yeah, over. Yeah, and 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 I in my time in this industry, um, what was the one that I used early, early, early on? Uh, Ed Wright's family came up with it. It's out out of Frederick. Oh crap! What it's called? What is it? Oh gosh, I can't remember. Yeah, you're before my time, bud. So okay, I I've been in this for so long. I've seen um, softwares come and go. Yeah. They come far faster and go faster. Like, right mowers came out, they are stronger than ever. Yeah. Right? So, yes, I'm a little frustrated because those guys have made it further than I did faster. To your point, you're correct. But I think we have bigger, stronger, deeper roots than they ever will. But that's what's going to help us last further, I yeah, believe. Yes. And, and and I want to point something else out. We just started this. Yeah. So I, I, I worked your in, eight year anniversary. English, English, Kyle. Your eight year anniversary was yesterday, according to LinkedIn. It was uh, the twentieth of January, I think. Close enough. Yeah, yeah. It it, it just kind of tells you the week. So, I think it was honestly, I think it was January eighteenth of two thousand sixteen at Park Tavern. At Park Tavern. If anybody's interested. Yeah, I I had this epiphany moment. Here's what happened. I was standing in my my Ray shop at my house. I have a 1500 square foot shop at my house. And I just walked through the door and I I had the 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 feeling came over me. I was like, "Ooh, what if I could dispense mulch out of the back of the truck without the guy anymore?" And then that was at like three o'clock in the afternoon. And then I took my family, um my right-hand guy Sam and my uncle Tony and my dad. We all went to dinner at Park Tavern and I was like, "Guys, I had this idea." And I said, "Dad, give me your pen." My dad's my best friend. Right, and we're actually this whole podcast is going to be about what we didn't even say the name, right? We haven't. Shoot. <laughs> so, um, it's so the name is going to be along the lines of it's it's better to get it right than to be right. Yeah. Right. So I I came up with that because everybody kept asking me why why do you get along with your dad so well, and I never could understand or put into words what it was, and it was the fact that him and I don't care about who's right. We just know 
after a little bit of a conversation, whatever it is we're about to embark on, and I'll give you some examples here in a few, but we just know, okay, this is not about each other. It's about getting remodeling this bathroom. I'm just kind of throwing one out there. We're gonna we're gonna get it right, and it's gonna be perfect, and it's gonna be great, and it's gonna be awesome. So anyway, came up with Mulchmate. Um, so just kind of give you guys a, a real quick thing. Came up with it. I think it was like January 18th of 2016. And you got to keep in mind, like, I don't know how to be a manufacturer. I'm just a landscaper at that point in time. And within, by, by the time, the mid to end of 18, we were selling product. 19 comes, we sell, we sold over a million dollars in our first quarter. And it's gone up from there. And every year we've doubled every year, pretty much. Um, keep in mind, year one, those machines, they had some corks that I wasn't proud of because I was still trying to figure it all out. And there was variables that I just didn't even, didn't even know. So getting, going back to what you're talking about of just get started, you know, there's those peaks and there's those valleys. I have a saying, it's, it's not what happens to you, it's how you handle it, right? So we had to like... I heard that more times than I can count. Oh my gosh. It, I was telling it to my son this morning. Oh, not my son, my daughter. Um, she said she wanted to go to school. She wanted to be homeschooled. I said, look, you're smarter than the other kids, right? And she goes, yeah, I'm a straight A student. I'm like, then the reason they're treating you that way is because they're jealous and you just need to focus on you and be smarter and you know huddle up with the with the kids that work there's a kid named casey in her class and she just loves him and he is a good kid i know his, his mom cuts my hair and um it's just kind of how that worked out i don't know how it worked out but um i said just hang with the kids that respect you and like you and they're smart like you and you know you are who you hang around um but then you fast forward they're all the it's only been a few years and, and here we are at a eight-figure business everything's pointed in a fantastic direction but my point to all this going back to Hermosi and and the software and them growing faster than me and me being frustrated I had to reinvent myself at a point in time where we were kind of ending a very prosperous era right we basically were in business for a year and then the pandemic hit yeah that that when I say in business I mean actually selling actual product um it's this whole business literally I was uh, my banker was here two days ago and uh, not my banker, but like three of the top execs were here. And they were like, uh, we've been looking at your numbers. And between the money that's in the bank, the money that we've seen flow through, it's this doesn't happen. This growth doesn't happen in a, in a business. It's, it's very not normal in a good way. Um, and I said, well, hold on. Come with me. And so I took them out in the shop and I showed them all the inventory up in the air. And they're like, how much inventory do you think is in here? And I was like, oh, it's millions of dollars in here. And they're like, hold on. So you have this in the bank, you're flowing this, and there's that much out there, and then you have more coming, and that's already paid for, and you have no debt. I said, yeah. They go, you're an anomaly. <laughs> WTF. Yeah. They, they So it's M&T Bank. They're the, the official sponsor of the Ravens, right? And so anybody <laughs> that's a football person, that's it's the bank that sponsors. M&T Bank Stadium is the Ravens Stadium. That's yeah. the bank we use. And uh, there's a guy, Charles, that I, used to, I, I know that used to work there. He's retired. Love Charles. Um but, uh, I feel like I know who you're talking about. Was he like a bald-headed dude? Yeah, bald-headed dude. Ah, His I last, know Charles. You, you and him have the same last name, Charles Parks. I don't remember his last name, so yeah, really. I just remember. I remember I got in touch with him because my buddy used to work, or st- he still works at M&T Bank. His name's Evan Myers. Yeah, and um, I used to go in. And there was one day I had to go in, and he wasn't there. He was like, "Here, hang out with my buddy Charles. He'll get you taken care of." I was like, yeah. "I right, bet." Yeah, Charles, is a really, really nice guy. Really cool family, but um. You know, talking to the bankers, they're like, hold on. So you started this with no debt. You have no investors. All this was funded by you and your old man. 
which I'd put in far more money than he did. Because everybody's like, oh, your daddy runs the business. No, that's not the case at all. I am the I am the founder and CEO. He is the president. And he 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 had sold his business to come work for me because I had started all this. He, yeah. Like, we went to Belmont the other day, and we sat in a meeting with Belmont redesigning the DMT. There's a new project we're working on. We call it the ultimate DMT. And um, he, uh, he didn't say a word. Yeah, you're essentially the brains and bronze of the operation he's the one that grounds you when it's like whoa 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 that's yeah. way too far yeah he's got a leash on me and he's just like dude chill out and like hey you're good or no let's not yeah. worry too much about that and i and i like that to a point i think i think it has stunted our growth here and there but i think it's also saved us at point in times yeah but that's the story of mulchmate and that's how we've we've gotten to where we are so anyway um so being right versus getting it right that's a big one you yeah. what did you say to me when I said that to you this morning, I said, hey, I got this passion thing I want to talk about. So it's some of the things that I have heard between a couple of the people that I listen to. Um, it's a matter of doing what's right, even though it sucks. It, oh, yeah. It can suck, but it still is what's right because, okay, you if you look out in the distance and you imagine you're picturing what you want, right, whether that's a house, whether that's the business at X figure, whatever it may be. That's your goal you're reaching for. It's it, That's your finish line, mm-hmm. technically, mm-hmm. right? You can always move it at, a, at another point. It, yeah, that's your checkpoint. Mm-hmm. So you're racing for that. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes there could be a tree that falls into the road. There you always is. To, you have to either go around <laughs> it or go through it. Yeah. To get through it, you either got to go over it or you have to cut through it or whatever. Or you have to sit there and chop that son of a bitch up for a while. Exactly. <laughs> so you... You have to make it there, but sometimes you have to go, okay, well, this track will get me there, but how do I alternate to make it so I still make it there? Because that track could take you down a couple different rabbit holes that you're not quite ready to plan for, mm-hmm. you know, but you always still want to come back to this so that you can see where you're going and mm-hmm. get to that final destination. I would say on that one, keep in mind a lot of people. Well, next destination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, a lot of people want to take the easy route. Yes. And we both have a mutual friend that has, has attempted to do that several times. And for a moment in time, this person looked very successful. And I kept saying, I'm like, look, it's smoke and mirrors. It's smoke and mirrors. Don't don't let this thing fool you. And a lot of a lot of our friend mutual friends were very much like, you know, how's he doing this and how's he doing that? And I'm like And the worst part is, is everybody looked at him and went, Oh man, I wish I was there. So they started to model it and then they, mm-hmm. they caught they luckily they caught themselves early before they went that far. Yep. Um, but yeah. Yeah, and it, and, it, and I kept saying, guys, if it if it looks like it's too good to be true, it probably is. And these sayings exist for a reason. Yeah. Um and keep in mind, the easy route, a lot of times the easy route has landmines yeah. all all over it. So like give you for instance an easy easy uh, easy way out. Um I'll give you I'll give you a great example. I have a friend of mine. I won't use his last name, but uh, his, his first name is Bob, and uh, I'm serious. His oh, name is Bobby. Bob, and uh, really great guy. Love him and his wife and his family. I'm very good friends with them. Uh, go over to their pool. We go to car shows. Like great, great guy. He calls me right now and says, "Hey Nick, I need you to come get my car. I'm there." Like that's that's kind of relationship we have. We don't talk that much because I'm so busy, but yeah, um, really, really great guy. Um, early on in the Mulchmate days. I was so influenced by like Shark Tank and all these other people like, oh, get investors and da 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 And so I was like, okay, let's go get investors. And I went to went to him and, I, you know, I from the outside looking in, it looks like he's got some money and or at least his family does or wherever it comes from. I'm not going to make any assumptions. Um, so I went to him and we went to lunch and uh, I said, hey, man, 
let's um you know i'm working on this thing i was i was staying in this kitchen actually i was like i got this idea it was mulch mate yeah and i sat there and explained it to him this is probably like a week after it hit me and i was working through all the details of it all and uh, this wasn't the first idea that i'd come up with i had come up with like blue jeans and dog treats and all kinds of stuff I've, <laughs> over the years I've come up with. And this one was the one that I was like, this is, I'm, I, I thought it through. And I was this like, one's sticky. This one's sticky. I'm going to stick this one out. And um, it, I wasn't the type of person to start something and then not do it. It was like, think about it, think about it, think about it, think about it. Now, too many too many variables in that. I don't like that one. That one doesn't check that all my boxes. That one I have to boxes. sell too much. That one I have to hold too much inventory. Yeah, like dog treats, right? Like I sell a bag of dog treats. It was going to be like 16 bucks for organic, you know, nice dog treats. They're going to be like, they were going to be um, like theme-based for all kinds of different, you know, American flags. There was going to be like little uh, shotgun shell dog treats and it was yeah. going to be organic and, you know, dogs were going to love them and blah, blah, blah. And I just thought, you know, imagine how many bags of dog treats you have to sell to make a million dollars. Yeah. Multiple, I sell 30 and then that's it. It, it's just it was just better anyway um plus there's like you could sell parts at the end of it all and yada yada that's how that works so anyway i'm talking to bob and he's like dude i love that freaking idea that's a great i, I mean like that's a mulch makes a really good idea and um i said look you want to invest in it he's like yeah let me talk to my wife and i was like okay so he talked to her about a week later we took him i took him to lunch with my dad and they had brought along their financial advisor and the financial advisor i can't remember his name let's call him Let's call him Tony. I don't remember his name. Uh, Tony was a dick. And aren't they all? It's like, <laughs> oh my yeah, Tony. Love Tony. Hi, Tony. Um, we're talking about you, Uncle Tony. Yeah, we're talking about my Uncle Tony. Nobody likes you, Kyle. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> we I actually was talking to Tony this morning. He's got some back issues. But anyway, um, we're sitting down eating lunch, and Bob and his wife are sitting there, and I'm explaining to them all the intricacies that I see in Multimate. And to this day, I've nailed every single one of them. It yeah. is literally the picture I painted them is exactly what it is. A lot more refined now. It's refined, but like my 20,000 foot view zoomed all the way in was the same, exact same thing. Yeah. It is great. And, um, you know, Bob was all in, all in. His wife was a little uh, apprehensive um, just, just based upon the fact that She's a business owner. She's worked really hard for what she's she's done, and she's done a, a fantastic job. She owns. A she needs data. Yeah, she's she owns the second biggest salon in the state of Maryland. Yeah, like big business. Done a great job, and this is all pre-COVID, and um, you know, she had done very, 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 very well for herself, and so had Bob, and uh, so this a-hole Tony is sitting there listening to this whole thing and just shaking his head, and the the thing that I finished the conversation with after I kind of painted them this very broad very nice very vivid picture um the final thing i said was right now all this is hot air it's all hot air and the value is not in the idea the value is in me executing it yeah so what you're investing is you're not investing in the idea you're investing in me to then execute the idea yeah and i said so the true value here is zero it, it's, it's zero there's it's worth nothing and this was back then not today of course and um, Bob goes, I get it. And his wife goes, Yeah, I, I see. I see what you're saying. You're being very honest. And I said, Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm being totally transparent. Yeah, I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. Yeah, I promise. I don't even know if I've ever told you the story. This story doesn't come up very often. No, I've heard it. Have you? Mm -hmm. And um, so, you know, um, Tony then finally opens his mouth after shaking his head for about an hour, and uh, he's like, "This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard." And he looks at Bob and his wife, and he's like. You'd be an idiot to to give this man your money, and I'm looking at him and I'm like, you have no vision. 
you have absolutely no clue what you're you haven't even considered this you're you're just all you're doing is you're doing a, a risk analysis on their money and what you're trying to do is you're trying to keep as much of their money in your hands so you can invest it so you can get paid that's what you're doing yeah instead if you would have just took a step back and this is again this is how you should look at mulchmate if you just took a step back and looked at the whole picture bob could have in given so at the time i was going to take 100 grand and he and i was going to give him 10 percent of the company or you know and that's just how it was gonna be that's just like the age-old freaking shark tank numbers yeah and it's stupid on my part and i'm so glad i didn't take the money because <laughs> that you do you know what that 10 or that 100 grand would be worth today a lot a lot a lot of money and and i would have to give up a lot of this company to them for that measly little 100 grand when i say measly 100 grand you guys gotta understand something when i say let's order run a mulch mates it's like three quarters of a million dollars that i spend in it takes about a week to put all the orders together or all the parts maybe a little more but it's about three quarters of a million dollars yeah just poof poof gone and i could buy a house with that money it's and then we'd buy it in cash yeah so i could take that money and i could i could buy a house i could go buy a svj lamborghini i could buy all kinds of stuff but that hundred grand you know back then would have been it, it, it felt in that moment sitting in that restaurant like that that was my answer and it, the reality of it was it wouldn't have taken me dude it wouldn't have taken me two three months it'd have been gone and i would have owed somebody 10 percent of my company yeah so the saving grace and all that was it took bob and tony months to get me a contract did you know this part I don't remember. Not the months, but I do remember you saying that you had a friend that was going to invest into it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And it was going to be it was going to be months, and, or it, it wasn't going to be months. It should have been like a week, and it took him like months to get there. And by the time he got it to me, I had already kind of made it over that really really hard first hump. Yeah. And uh, that that again, guys, that y'all are listening, it, it we talked about the the ebbs and flows, right? The valleys and the peaks and all that. And this was one of those deals where I was in a valley. And I was able to dig myself out of it. And see, it's weird. You can look at it two different ways. People could look at the valley like, oh, that's easy land. And then they look at the peak and they go, that's really hard. See, to me, I look at the peak and I'm like, ah, that's nice. I like I like it up here. Well, that's the, I, I see it that way. You see, but I think other people might see it the other. Yeah. And I think the people that see it as the valley is like, whew, I can breathe down here. I think those are the people that aren't achieving. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe. It's, I think it's the age-old glass, half empty, glass, half full. Like I look at everything as glass completely full because the 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 water that's in the glass great it can hydrate me but then it it leaves me for room for improvement and I like that if I don't see for room for improvement I see nothing to achieve. Well, that's how I see reviews. Good, good. You should. And that's why, like, as soon as we're done a review, if I don't have something to put on the whiteboard so that I can work on the because I look at the that goal whiteboard every day. Yeah. Just to see what can I do better, how can I get you know one yeah. percent yeah I don't know. We, that's a whole other conversation we can go over um but you know to to kind of to to kind of um put all this into perspective the whole right versus being right in that moment you know i was kind of pretending to be right but in reality i wasn't getting it right and when i got it right was when i came to grips with dude you just need to grab this bull by the horns and man up and take care of it and do it yourself and what that's allowed me to do is have full control there's yeah. nobody that can control us. There's not a bank that can come in and go, hmm, you got to go. You know what the one thing that can control us right now is the, the economy. I can't fight it. If so, What I've learned with these landscapers is it's easier to do nothing. Yeah. 
and it's easy for them to just go all right i've been doing it this way forever i i know i make x amount of dollars buying a mulchmate or like a mulchmate dmt is going to cost it seems excuse me it seems like a big number but it's really not it's not a big number at all because it's we were talking i was talking to lyle yesterday and i was explaining to him about this trailer he's specking out which the one he specked out was really big yeah. It's like it was like seventy five grand, um, but it's going to be like eighteen hundred dollars a month or something like that. And um, I was explaining to him, he goes, "Well, if I do most of my top dressing jobs are like four hundred dollars a piece, and I can knock out right now, I can knock out like two a day." Yeah, I said, well, "When you get your DMT rig, you could probably do six a day, and you're not going to be worn out. So at the end of the day, you'll have more energy to do more advertising or whatever it is you want to do, emails, yada yada." He goes, "You're right." He's like, "Literally, if I do." five a day yeah the trailer's paid for in a day for the month and if you do the math you could literally ha- there's like basically there's 20 working days a month he just has to put a lot of time and energy into marketing the top dressing yeah because it's not as big as it is here as it is in florida it's not but you again that's the it's gl- a matter of providing the value right but the, again that's the glass that's the section of the the glass is half empty meaning the top side yeah I was trying to explain to him. I said, there's only one other dude that I know around here that does top dressing. His name's Jimmy. Nice guy. Um, but there is, in our county, in surrounding counties, Lyle could be the top dresser. Yeah. He could be the authority. And he's just got to learn to act like it. And he's got to learn to promote it. And I said to Lyle, I said, look, if you pull up in a DMT rig, gooseneck. I told him, I said, I, th- I think she could white. I think she could gooseneck. I think she could big platform. Of course, multiple on the back, get the lift kit, blah, 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 blah. I said, when when you pull up to a, a job, and then let's say Jimmy pulls up to a job right next to you, who do you think I would go with? Lyle. I'm going to go with Lyle. Because like when um, the paving companies show up. Like if you have E. Cooper or something like that around mm-hmm. our area show up, you know they mean business versus yeah. like – some random Joe Schmo with their old Lee boy. Yeah. You know, and it's got a hundred years worth of crap on it. Right. And you know what though? Like that guy that has the junkie setup, literally all he's got to do is take a week, pressure wash, paint, clean up, polish. This is the crazy thing. So there's a company up in, I think it's New Hampshire, Connecticut. It's one of the two. Um, it's called Amer- American Paving. Every single one of their tractor trailers is polished at the end of the week. Yeah, it should be. Like you can eat off the gas, um, the tank. Get the get yeah the gas tank yeah. as soon as they're done. Good. It's, and that's you could probably eat off the damn paver too. I know there's a company. I don't know where they're at. It's a, land, a final. It's a quick. landscape company, and they use nothing but like old trucks, like old like twenty five, thirty, forty year old trucks, like. Some of the big landscape trucks they use, I want to say, are like old 1960s internationals. Are they refurbished? Yeah. They're so cool. It, right. And, and the thing is, is that it doesn't matter the age of the equipment you're using, but how you take care of it. It's no different than your body, right? You can look at, let's use, let's use a 60-year-old man. You could look at two 60-year-old men. One is overweight because he drinks, he smokes, he eats junky Walmart food, and doesn't try to do any kind of exercise whatsoever then you have the other 60 year old man that you clearly could tell he tans he brushes whitens and flosses his teeth he works out look how clean that is that's paving yeah and that's hard to do but are you going to trust that person dude i will hire him 10 times out of 10 and you're going to pay more 
Yeah. You're going to pay that guy more because of how he represents himself. It's insane. Yeah. And that's just all it is. So your body, your mind, your teeth, your trucks, your trailers, your equipment. I Dude. told Chloe the other day, I was like, I'm going to start whitening my teeth. I've never had like white, white teeth. Yeah. And she's like, who the heck are you trying to impress? I'm like, me and you. Yeah. First off, you, meaning Kyle. Kyle wants to be able to look at himself in the mirror and go, I'm proud of myself. Look what I did. Dude, I use snow whitening. Snow whitening tea stuff. I have yeah. a subscription. And I go to bed at night, and I've got this little cordless little thing I stick in my mouth, and I put some gel on my teeth and stick it in there. It goes like 10 minutes. It just sits there, and then I'm just sitting there editing videos or I'm doing whatever. Like Typically, that's when I do my social media stuff at night. I literally yeah. I put my kids to sleep. I go into my bedroom. I take my Yeti full of water. I take my and first – lemon. I take, yep, there's lemon in there because it cleanses my body. And I go in um, – I actually put the kids to sleep, go to the bathroom, use the head, brush my teeth. Um, I come out, I, I floss, I take my vitamins, I drink as much of this water as I possibly can without getting sick, I go over to the bed, I put the gel on my teeth, I put the whitening thing in, I plug my phone in, I pop my earbuds in so I don't bother my kids with any noise on my phone, and then I sit down and I do all of like the editing I need to do, or posting, or commenting, or whatever I can do while my teeth whitening thing's in, and then once I get done that, and that that can take words up, upwards of an hour for me easy, yeah. easily. Um, I might do the teeth whitening thing like two cycles at once, but my teeth get a little sensitive if I do that too many times. And then um, I put it away. I clean it. I set it in a little – it's a little recharger. And then I um, – if if I'm not too tired yet, I'll sit there and give myself something. Like when I say give myself something, I mean like um, I'll watch a YouTube video. I'll watch a video on um, twin turbo Lamborghinis or heavy D something that I, that works for me to then cleanse me a little bit yeah and then after that you know what else I do I listen to there's sounds on YouTube oh you or your freaking fireplace no 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 it's different so no? I'll do I'll do that if I'm in a really quiet space in my mind but if if my head feels worn out and I need to heal it there's actually like sounds that you can pump into your mind and I will fall asleep and it will heal through different sound waves. It will it will help heal your mind. Yeah. Gonna, they say it works. Whether or not it does or doesn't, I do it just because if it is working while I'm sleeping, I'm I'm getting better while I sleep. Yeah. I don't know what else to do, Kyle. I don't. I don't know what how else to be better. I truly, I truly don't. One thing we always like doing is uh, we had the sound machine from Alan, mm-hmm. and the one that we all. I mean, Chloe and I used to fall asleep to it like that it was the thunderstorms mm-hmm. we love thunderstorms oh yeah they're great i I love i can't wait for them. unless the lightning's like right at the house and you're just like seriously <laughs> i had one this summer and it it booms it was one of the biggest booms i've ever heard and i swear i was on the ceiling like a cat <laughs> i was like oh shit that was loud yeah right before maylin was born chloe had gotten up she was getting ready to go to uh, work and i know i knew the storm was coming and she hopped in the shower. She, as soon as she got out, I saw uh, my eyes were still shut, and I saw the flash. And I opened my eyes. Between the time I had seen the flash, open my eyes, I heard the boom. The cats were gone. I mean, they just scurried everywhere. Like they're just trying to find mm-hmm. cover. Mm-hmm. And Chloe's like, "I think I just peed a little." <laughs> well, when you have kids, that kind of happens. I was like, "Golly, that scared the crap out of me." Yeah, dude, it's it's crazy. But um. I actually got to get ready to jump here because I got a meeting at nine o'clock and it's eight minutes to nine. Oh, um, but either way, uh, just kind of close all this out, guys. 
getting it right versus being right. I'm going to ask you one simple question. If you're not getting out of life what you want because you're trying to be right, wouldn't you think that it'd be a good idea to try getting it right with somebody? The adage I like is you are where you are today because of who you wanted to be yesterday. Yes, and I said that yesterday to Julia. I said, think about this. I'm always preaching gratitude and happiness because we're all so damn miserable for whatever reason. I, 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 don't, I don't understand it. I suffer from it, and I have to check myself. And here's what I said. And I don't know where I got this. I'm sure it's been said before, so I'm not taking any kind of credit. Think about 10 years ago. Let's talk eight years ago. Eight years ago, I came up with this crazy Ultraman idea. And I prayed to God that I could sell my landscape company one day and be able to do this for, for a living and make good money doing it. And I am. And I am. I told you this yesterday. Yeah, when my, my son got really sick yesterday, and I said, I'm just so damn thankful and, and blessed. You know, I drive the biggest truck Ford makes. I have beautiful children. I've got more money. Well, I don't have more money than I've ever had yet. I, I, I'm still kind of craw- crawling back up that fence. But I have more opportunity ahead of me than ever before, meaning not just money but opportunity to live a better life. I've got the best group of people around me that I've ever had, ever, um, including you. Um, I have so much less stress today at work than ever before. Now, some things at home aren't exactly perfect, but that's all always a work in progress. Everything's a work in progress. Um, Getting through this crap show is... Uh, yeah, the economy. It's, yeah. It's, it's tough. And, and Andy Frisella touched on it yesterday, and it's like, I was I actually sent him a message, and um, I'm surprised he didn't, he didn't respond back to it because he's responded to me a few times. But, um, you know, it it's a blessing to go through this shitstorm with this crew because I think we all understand that, it, that it's not any of our faults. And I think we all have got each other's backs through all this. And I'm very thankful that you guys believe, I'm going to say believe in me because I am sailing this ship and we're all working together on it. Um, it it's, I would have killed 10 years ago to be in the position I'm in. I would have, I would have given my left nut, honestly. You won't really want me to be, be honest with you and be Nick. That's Nick. That's what Nick would say. Um, I would have. And, and I, 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 it's amazing, and and I have to sit back and be thankful because I sit there in my desk, and I and I drink my Starbucks coffee, and I look outside, you know, sitting from my my I have this great window at my at my desk, and I watch planes fly over, and I've got right now I've got four flights booked right now to go to trade shows and help customers, and I've got a customer walking the door here in five minutes to come look at my machine that I designed, like, what what more could a man ask for? You know what I mean, and it's in 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 a lot of you. I think t- I'm gonna. I'm not gonna say you don't do it because I don't know you that are listening. But I'm gonna suggest to sit back and go look at back ten years ago. And if you're not much further than you are than you were, then it's a great opportunity right now to start again and and do it again and get it right. When's and the make best it time to plant a tree? Now was yesterday. Well, yesterday, but do it now. Like somebody the other day was, I was coaching somebody the other day, and they're like, do you, "Should should I change the name of my company?" Yes, now, because if you don't, I procrastinated changing the name of Laser Cut Lawn Care to Laser Cut Property Services for three years. I didn't do it. What the heck is wrong with me? 
I, I should have just done it and been over with. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, you're right. Yesterday would have been a great day, but you didn't. So do it now. Exactly. Do it now. So um, practice. Do it. Do yeah. it now. Practice gratitude. Stop worrying about being right. Stop worrying about being the guy on the internet correcting everybody. Stop being the guy to fight back. Like, I don't fight back anymore. I just, I just look at people and say, they're like, oh, I could shovel mulch faster than your mulch mate. Okay, cool. Let's race. I dare you. Let's go. So, I don't know. That's that's how I see it. What do you think, Kyle? I don't know. Well, we're sipping, sitting back, sipping on coffee, and they're still moving that mulch. Yeah, for real. I'll let them. Uh, I'll let them think that. Yeah, my back doesn't hurt nearly as bad now because I don't have to shovel mulch. How about that? Yeah, mine does because I had to shovel all that snow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you know what? That's going to get you to the next level. It will. It'll, yeah, it'll get you to the next level. All right, we're going to tie this one up. Guess what? All the debts are paid off. That's that's amazing. I just gave Kyle Knuckles just so you all know. Um, all right, guys, that's another episode of Life in the Fast Lane. We really appreciate every single one of you. We love you, and we hope that you've gained some some value from this podcast. Um, it's been it's been an honor, and we're going to continue doing this. Please let us know what your thoughts are. If you like it, if you hate it, if there's a subject you want to talk about, um, email us at heyfastlane at gmail.com. Or if you have a story you want to tell. Yeah, and, and or if you want to be on the podcast. That's what my point was. What's that? I have a story to tell. Story on the to podcast. Tell. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> am I missing something? You are. What am I missing? If you have a story to tell and you want to be on the podcast, please join. Right. Yeah. Join us. <laughs> and, and t- I'd love to hear the story. And you know what? There's something for somebody out there. Um, that I was talking to uh, real quick before we finish up. I was talking to Lyle yesterday. Lyle Senior. Mm. And and this so everybody knows that it's a friend, a mutual friend of Colin. He loves my yabba dabba do. Yeah, he does. I talk about to him all the time. Really great guy. He's in like the construction industry, and he's talking. He was telling me yesterday. He goes, dude, I just I drove all the way to Waldorf. So just for y'all that know, he he spent about an hour yesterday, one way driving south from where we are, and then another hour back. And he said, I listened to your podcast the entire time. And he's like, I freaking love it. And, and Lyle, thank you. Um, I can't tell you how much it means. Um. I mean, this this gentleman is a solid 15, 20 years older than I am. Yeah. And um, he was talking about he's in, in the contract industry, and he's like, yeah, you found yourself a niche, meaning me and Kyle and doing this podcast and all that. And I wanted to tell him this, but I decided not to um, because it's not my place to tell anybody anything, really. Um, but I guess more, more or less a, a recommendation or suggestion, Lyle's full of freaking information. And literally, he could sit down and do his own podcast and he may think he's crazy, but like, I guarantee you that man's got nuggets that I just saw our customer go by um, that that would help somebody somewhere somehow, and they would enjoy his stories. It's ex- experience goes a long way. It truly it, does. It, it, there's a difference between experience and having the textbook. You can read and know how to do something, but you don't know yeah. how to do something. It's just more relatable when it comes from another human, and it's just in story form. Yeah, it's like I've done this before. This is how you do it. This is how I messed up. So don't do this. Yeah. Yeah, don't fuck up. All right, I gotta go. I see our customer pulling up, guys. We love you. Um, please make sure to follow it's us a on cute all the little trailer. I know it's weird. Um, it's a it's a Ford Expedition towing a trailer, and they're picking up a Multimate. Yeah, that math didn't make sense for a second. Yeah. So uh, follow us on all the different social media platforms. Just Google Multimate or Dawson Manufacturing, um, and come check us out. If uh, if you guys are interested in the Carlson Coaching Program, uh, just a real quick shameless plug. Um, I spend all kinds of time with people, uh, helping their businesses, growing, um, really kind of kicking them in the teeth, getting them to, to move the needle. Um, I've done it to myself. I've been to the bottom. I've tried to claw my way out. I'm in the middle of 
growing mine as well. So I can tell you this, I can help you at least get to an eight figure business because I've done it and I did it very quickly here at Dawson Manufacturing because I've learned a lot of lessons. Um, outside of that, guys, if you have any any, any questions, uh, hit us up at hey at fastlane, or I'm sorry, hey fastlane at gmail.com. And if you have any questions about our products, just go to multimateusa.com. And if you really want to get nitty gritty, um, just hit, hit that form submission, uh, hit us with your questions. And one of my team members will be able to help you. If you want to reach me, just ask them and they'll get you in touch with me. And we really appreciate every single one of you. And we hope you have an awesome day. I promise I'll have more energy next time. I know Kyle's beat. All right, guys. We'll catch you later. Adios. Don't miss me too much. Mulch mate.